0: Welcome to HR Works, brought to you by BLR. I'm your host, Steve Bruce. HR Works provides clear, relevant, actionable information on topics that matter to HR professionals. When you're armed with best practices, plus the knowledge to keep your organization in compliance, HR works. It's no secret that there have been dramatic changes in the recruiting world and maybe even more so in the specialized area of college recruiting. So important to many organizations building pipelines of talent for the future. To help us understand today's college students and how to run successful programs to recruit them, we've asked expert Tom Borgerding to join us. Tom is CEO and president of the Campus Media Group. He works with a large number of notable companies such as at and Bonton Stores, BP, City, Deutsche Bank, GRE, Great Clips, Price Waterhouse Coopers, and Shell Oil. Tom has been passionately helping companies confidently reach the student marketplace for the past 20 years. Campus Media was also named 100 Best Places to Work in Minnesota in 2016. Welcome to HR Works, Tom
1: excited and delighted to be a part of the show. Thanks for having me on.
0: So let's get started by talking a little bit about today's college students. Millennials, or I guess maybe today's graduates, are Gen Z. What they're looking for and what attracts them.
1: So talking a little bit about some general statistics, almost even bringing you up a level in regards to uh, the target market. So just some, some industry information. So six in 10 jobs require at least a two-year college education, so almost 60%. There, there's a 14 million person shortage of college-educated workers by 2020 projected. Uh, at this point in time, 47% of the workforce is under 34 years old today. Uh, the average employee is estimated to be 31 years old by the by uh, the year 2020. Uh, tenure for, for uh, millennials. Uh, recent recent employees is, is around three. That's typically, it's actually moving a little closer to two years. Um, and it's, there's such an importance to understand and to be hiring correctly and to be hiring in, in ways that help millennials and and as we get into Gen Z, uh, which will be coming soon, the, the earliest age of Gen Z is now 19 years old. As we start moving into these these new generations, we we need to be. Able to, it seems like we're just now figuring out what the best practices are for Gen um, Gen Y or Millennials uh, to be able to get into Gen Z is is starting to be almost a, a, an interesting transition. So we think about what Gen. Um, what millennials are actually looking for. There's really four key ones that that jump to mind is is growth. They want an opportunity to continue to grow. Uh, That doesn't necessarily mean going up the corporate ladder. That means uh, greater education, greater opportunity, the ability to to move from one opportunity to another. Uh, It's it's almost considered like a social web now. So if there's an opportunity to do something, they want to try it. Uh, They want the opportunity to do that. Uh, They've been told that they could do anything they want their whole lives, so the opportunity to do that within the workforce is important as well. They want mentors. They want people looking out for helping them achieve the goals and the things that they want to achieve, so just, again, that corporate ladder or that flat directional um, uh, career or um, just being caught. They want people that are going to actually look out for their greater interest and help them get there. They want to be able to work with friends. Uh, they enjoy enjoy working with people, not just people that they're going to enjoy working with during the day, but people they want to hang out with at night as well. And then last, um, really the, the benefits and the pay is still a part of, of hiring good millennials, uh, hiring these recent college graduates or recent or college students, um, but making sure that we're competitively paid and we're providing good benefits. Um are, are great ways. And, and generally speaking, employers who wear, uh, that have names and brands that, that students have heard of have a better chance of hiring some of the best students. So it's, it's awareness and that brand building that, that helps within the recruitment process for, uh, for this age group.
0: Well then, how do you go about building that uh, awareness and that brand of your organization on the campus?
1: So we believe in two main main things. So if you walk around a college campus, you'll see you typically see two things happening. Either they're hanging out with their friends, they're talking to each other, they're sitting in class, they're learning. They're having that face-to-face experience with each other. Um, that's still really important. That's still key. It's always been key within most generations is having a relationship. But the, the, the other part that's that, that if, again, if you walk around a college campus, what you're going to see is is really people on device. And that could be their mobile device, that could be their laptop, it could be a tablet, but they're on a device. Uh, You see very little, uh, very few times that you'll see students reading newspapers or magazines, or even if there's a TV on in in an area, you'll find more people with their heads down watching the screens. Uh, that are in their hands rather than the screens that are on the walls. So ensuring that, that both there's, there's a FaceTime and the opportunity to use digital, especially mobile, for engagement purposes, again, to develop relationships, create opportunities for, for them to know more and learn more about your organization. Uh, the, uh, as we continue to look further into that, the, the relationships with key people on campuses as you look at developing relationships, Um, on campus, and and, um, relationships become really important. Uh, If you're working with a career center, especially on the employment side, if you're working with a career center um, or career services on some campuses, they're, they're also called... Uh, they want people to employers to, to be a give and take with when uh, what they're doing so you're not just calling them saying hey give me your best students but you're calling them and saying hey how can we actually help you uh, if that might be information sessions if that might be resume reviews can we give some are there mentors that you guys are looking for are there ways for me for us to engage in your uh, on your campus rather than just being a taker and then talking to uh, career services, uh, many different career services across the United States, uh, really understanding that they want to have a relationship as well. And when they do that they have a better chance of, of leading students and being influencers of students looking at your, looking at an organization and looking at which organizations to look at that are going to best fit their goals and objectives. so it's that, it's that key relationship helping out making sure that it's both directions. So making sure that you're connecting with those career centers, they will help you. They will give you recommendations and suggestions on who to speak with, if that's professors, if it's student groups, if it's uh, introductions to the diversity, disability, LGBT or or veterans affairs or um, women in business or any of these other student groups that can possibly help you achieve the goals that you're looking for. Again, offering up mentoring, uh, information sessions, um, speaking opportunities for both classes as well as uh, student groups Uh, and even being able to talk to deans and professors about what kind of content exists if there's an opportunity to provide some sort of influence into uh, ensuring that you're finding the students that you uh, that they're getting educated in the way that they're going to be the best asset or best value for you when you get out of when they get out of college. But again, that's not going to those schools and going to those people and saying, "Hey, uh, give me these kids." Um, this is what I'm looking for. It's actually helping develop that, and then really brand awareness, taking it to that next level. Uh, again, students are more likely to want to work or to seek out uh, into research companies that they want to work for. They're going to do that through awareness. So if you are going on campus, if there is an information session that you're going to have, if you are going to be speaking in a class, if your recruiters are going to be there, or a partner, or uh, some of your key leadership, not necessarily just recruiters, are going to be there, make sure that the students are aware of that. If that's pre-event marketing, if you're using Facebook to, to put messages in, in Facebook feeds, if it's putting posters or sometimes called flyers on campus so that those announcements are taking place, uh, to outreach to key people, using mobile advertising, excuse me, for, for being able to reach people on their mobile device, students on their mobile device. That's, there's some, some great advertising channels that exist there. There's inbound marketing, which is the ability to have uh, content that you develop uh, put in front – be found, so to speak. Uh, so if you like this, podcasts and, and blogging and vlogging and uh, things along those lines where students are looking for content and searching and uh, that that content is made and made available to, to students to be able to um, engage with. And then lastly, uh, really your website, having a mobile-friendly website, having clear calls to action. Uh, those clear calls would be obviously applying but also watching a video, it could be signing up for a newsletter or announcements that are happening, travel schedules for for recruiters, Uh, anything along those lines is really trying to figure out how to create engagement through your website and having them start to follow you.
0: Thanks. Now, you've talked about building relationships with students. How early in a student's college career would you want to start working on that?
1: So historically, what we've seen, juniors and seniors are, are really that entry-level, full-time types of positions. But some of the key companies out there, bigger companies, are starting to push their internship programs as, as young as freshmen. In some industries that are getting really competitive, especially with that shortfall of the number of people that are going to be educated in um, – in specific industries, you look at finance and accounting, medical, um, some of the STEM degrees, uh, there's a real shortage there. So in some cases, they're actually pushing younger and all the way into high school. But what we're typically seeing is that sophomore or junior as the key recruiting time periods for, for internships and developing the brand to college students.
0: Okay, thanks. Now, what if you're not a high-flying tech company? You're just, just a company. Um, what do you do to attract attention?
1: So the first thing I would say is have a, a, a good careers uh, campus specific section of your website. If you're gonna if you're hiring enough students, uh, ensure that you've got videos. Make sure that it's obviously again mobile friendly. Uh, that you're engaging. It's not just uh, a brochure about your web about your company, but it's a uh, it's it's really a way to, to be able to learn what really what your culture is like. And that's great to be able to do that through video. Um, uh, interactions or interviews with with uh, current employees, developing that side of your business and that website becomes super key. Again, 98% of students going to employer websites before they apply. Developing relationships with those career centers, they are a fantastic resource to be able to help you um, s- understand how to best work on Every cam- on that campus that you're trying to recruit at. They are there to help you. Their job is to help make sure that their students find jobs, that they're successful in that way. Uh, talk to them about what you're looking for, why you're trying to reach uh, the students, why you're trying to reach the, the students. Talk to them about the, your, your um, culture and the, the opportunities within your company, and then also be able to give back on that side. Develop relationships. Again, don't just be a, a taker, but develop those, that two-way communication. And then socially, use social and mobile uh, to be able to communicate with students. That would be the kind of the simple kind of first steps.
0: Okay, great. Thanks. Now, how do you select uh, which schools you're going to recruit at?
1: Well, there's a couple different ways. So one of the things we, we typically will understand most companies start with is looking at the people that they've hired in the past, who's working. So getting some metrics around which employees have uh, been successful within your organization. Not every school has the same culture. Uh, not every school and the types of students are all the same from, from school to school. So understand you, what your history has been like. Uh, if you're trying to figure out what to where to find students next, uh, and which schools could possibly be a fit? So one of the things that we've done is we've built a, a resource around helping companies identify the best schools. Uh, the U.S. government, part of the Department of Education, has um, a large database of information in regards to different schools. We've taken that information made it simple to use for recruiters to be able to see what the diversity, gender, by degree uh, looks like. So if you're looking for f- for which schools have the highest number of electrical engineering female students, uh, that you can actually do searches for that. Um, uh, if you have that as a particular goal. Um, so you can break it down that way and then really tie in who, which relationships and people uh, to talk with or speak with uh, on every college and university. So understanding not only which schools to, to speak with, but really at those schools, um, who do you need to speak with to be able to get to the right students that are going to fulfill your hiring goals.
0: Okay, thank you. Now, um, turning to measurement and metrics do you have any particular metrics that you recommend for evaluating college recruiting programs?
1: Yeah consistently what we're seeing is a um, different recruiters measuring from a, a dollars to hire. how much are they spending to hire one student um, doing that math every year to see if they're getting more efficient or if it's getting more expensive part of that is obviously economic conditions as well how many applicants does it take to hire um, so understanding what your percentages and what your numbers actually look like. How long does it take uh, to get to your hire? The length of stay for existing um, recent hires or college candidates. How, how long have they stayed within your organization? The quality of the hire. What that means is more: Are they moving up within the in the organization? Are they making an impact uh, for your company? Uh, next one that we use is, is hiring per school. Are there um, are hires per school? Like, how many are you actually hiring from an individual campus? Uh, if you haven't hired anybody from a school and you've been trying to recruit there for the last, you know, five years, start to question why you're actually uh, going after that, or do you need to change something inherently with what you've been doing in the past? How many hires do you have per degree uh, or particular program that you're hiring from? So understanding that. And then the resource, one of the, so a few years ago, um, the National Association of Colleges and Employers rewrote their standards for college recruiting. And within that, if you're really struggling in regards to how to develop these equations, there's a whole section uh, in regards to developing that uh, those measurements, how to get there, where to even find that information within different organizations, and what typically different employers are seeing, especially within their university relations programs. If they don't know, and again, I'll offer this up to your listeners, is if uh, you don't have that or if you don't have access to, uh, to be able to get into the NACEweb.org website, uh, to email me, I'll be able to share some of that information with you.
0: Well, thanks. Okay, now, um, if you're able to do you have any uh, a case study or real life example of a college recruiting program that's really clicking?
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is always the fun part of, of, of our job is trying to figure out how to, how to create a, um, effective campaigns based on where their, their goals are at as well as where their budgets are at. So one of the simple ones that we had is, a, is an insurance company that was looking to hire um, actuarial students. And we were looking both nationally at jobs across the United States. We were trying to figure out where, not only defining which schools to to place, you know, again, job posts at, but developing relationships within those career centers and asking them if there's opportunity. So we used not only job postings, but the career centers, as well as using social media. Uh, meaning, we were within Facebook, LinkedIn, um, some of these other social media channels, were able to place information about the, the job and the opportunity uh, into uh, their social feeds um, and then on their website, they made some changes, some structural changes to have more information about their culture, uh, specific opportunities and the ability to grow within their organization. Um, Because it was an insurance company, one of the recommendations we had with them was was get out of, especially for these entry-level positions, don't use too many industry terms that students may not understand. So if you're looking for what could be a salesperson, uh, don't make it a complicated in-industry term that students who may not be familiar with who you are currently. Uh, that they may not understand. So I have talked to different students that have said I, I, I opted out. I self opted out because I didn't understand the terms and I didn't understand what customer service really meant. Was not necessarily fielding problems, but it was actually sales. They they didn't quite get the terminology changes from one um, uh, from from with, within that industry. Um, and then again, uh, uh, ongoing outreach to candidates, so using candidates that have already applied through your ATS, uh, use your systems, use your, your contacts that are already in your funnel uh, to be able to develop those relationships. So for them, it was a fairly simple uh, process of, of uh, not a lot of money, but just getting the message out there and making sure that their message is seen in places where students can engage and learn more. On a mid-range level, we, we work with um, one of the big four accounting firms. Um, So they are hiring a a lot of accounting and audit uh, students. Um, They've got a specific campus-related URL, uh, so that that helps them tell the story. So they're using the stories and videos and text uh, through interviews of recent hires uh, again, one to three years is what I'm defining as recent hires, to share what it's actually like, what the life, work-life balance is like, and, and what how their life is continuing to grow and advance by being a part of this organization. They also uh, have their recruiters on campus. They're visiting regularly. Uh, they're engaging both groups as well as professors, the career centers. Uh, they're offering up uh, mentors. They're offering up opportunities to, to tour and, and see their, their buildings and, and local uh, local offices. Um, they're, they're also bringing in partners and, and people that are higher up in the food chain to come in and speak. They're offering those, those people that, in some cases, would be fairly difficult to get on an individual basis, but they're offering up the opportunity for them to come in and, and speak. They also have an internship competition, so again, they're hiring a lot of students every year uh, but they're developing competitions within that to start to create that competitive nature and how to and, and, and the right thinking to fit the culture of uh, this firm. They have newsletters. Uh, they consistently stay in touch with people that have actually tried uh, to apply there. They've also stay in touch with people that have worked there in the past. So, if they've had an internship and, they, uh, and that internship is over, they've got separate communication and separate brand building and relationship strategies for just those people. And then, again, they've got a strong social media presence. Uh, part of that is actually quick response to questions. Uh, social media for millennials is, is about quick response and being able to like things. They expect that from the, the companies that they try to connect with online. And then uh, they on their website they're using something called retargeting. So they're using their career pages to do re, to, to develop retargeting. So if you've ever been to a website and you see this in a lot of cases for retailers is the ability to go into their website. Uh, you look around and you leave and you see ads for whatever you just saw on that retailer's website. So you're looking at a pair of shoes, those shoes are then in the ads. You can do something similar uh, for if people are looking at accounting jobs or engineering jobs or looking at specific culture things. You can reinforce that through advertising after they've left your website. There are a bunch of other like, full like events, and I talked a little bit about um, what we did with, with Shell. Uh, with the Shell Ideas 360 a little bit earlier with a large inflatable tent and creating a culture, there's information about that on their Their website, the um, shellideas360.com, we've got information out there on that.
0: Uh, Before we um, close down here, any final tips for our listeners about successful college recruiting?
1: Yes. Uh, this again, simply make sure that as you're hiring students, that they're that they're a culture fit. Help them figure out the transition from college to to um, to the real world to working for your organization. Help them through that. Uh, help educate what, what culture actually means. Be honest and transparent about what it's like to work there. Uh, this is presenting not just the glowing things about your organization, but some of the challenges and how it might be different from other other companies. Millennials live in this world of uh, instant gratification, so the idea of making them wait two weeks, three weeks, four weeks to get a response or any kind of update uh, isn't really acceptable. So keep your communication consistent. Keep it keep it quick. Uh, don't let them wait. If you guys need time to think, then. Uh, let them know that you need two, three weeks to, to think, but don't let them just hang there. Engage in their lives, uh, engage in areas that are within their social social circles, if that's student groups and organizations, if that's uh, depending on if there's one company that we talked to that they're trying to recruit uh, varsity athletes, so they're getting more involved in, in varsity athletic uh, events, so, so being able to connect with those athletes. Um, use the career centers, as the next one. Use the career centers, the faculty and staff to help you find the best students. Um, use your recent hires uh, and peers to be able to talk with your target candidates. Uh, take advantage of those students, that, uh, those employees that you have to be able to communicate peer to peer. Next one, don't leave them hanging again uh, once they accept. So uh, post accepting a job, if there's a delay between them starting uh, don't let them d- don't go quiet between the acceptance and the start. They uh, they, they do want to engage if that's in, in getting them involved with their hiring managers or with their their team specifically. A couple of resources that we have specific to university recruiting: uh, our blog. We do blog about this uh, about this topic uh, regularly. Um, our website is blog.campusmediagroup.com. You can sign up uh, to be able to get the regular newsletter there. Uh, we also have a Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn pages. The MyTasca website is also a good resource for helping figure out which schools to recruit at, developing relationships But that site and that blog at M Y T A S C A M-Y-T-A-S-E-A dot com. Website is designed specifically for university content, university recruiting content. And then again, I'm always happy to, to help out. So if people want to contact me directly, I can be reached at Tom at Campus Media Group com or our Twitter handles uh, campus underscore media or the Mitasca is uh, Twitter handle is at Mitasca again M Y T A S -S C A and you can always reach me at LinkedIn as well
0: Tom that's uh, that's great help thanks so much for joining us today and uh, we really appreciate these very helpful tips
1: Uh, my pleasure I love obviously passionate love the topic. Uh, and uh, if, if again, thank you so much for having me a part of this and uh, for being able to talk about university recruiting on your show.
0: Listeners, please let me know what HR Works should cover next. That's sbruce at blr.com. Thanks for being with us today. This is Steve Bruce for HR Works. The opinions
1: expressed on HR Works do not represent legal or any other type of professional advice and should not be used as a substitute for legal advice from a qualified attorney licensed in your
0: state.